Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, project status is never fine. Here we go. We recently added another podcast to the interviewing series. So if you own the interviewing series, you've got more value at no charge. If you don't own the interviewing series, it's just another reason to get it. It's one of our most popular products. Um, thousands of people have bought it, and we get hundreds of, of testimonials all the time saying how great it is. And we've done something else, which a lot of people have missed. Any podcast that we've ever released on manager tools or career tools that was interviewing related, if you bought the interviewing series, you have access to those podcasts show notes. So instead of there being around 20 casts in the interviewing series, guys, there are now 63 and the price does not change. It's still 150 bucks. Um, I have to say that probably big picture, the only thing that's more valuable as a customer of manager tools would be the licenses, uh, manager tools and career tools, personal license for $200. But I have to say for the, for the crisis, so many people go through in interviewing, you have our word, you will find no more targeted, no more specific, no more in the weeds guidance than what we give you in the interviewing series. Hope you enjoy it, enjoy it and let us know what you think. I love the typical project status report, right? <laughs> um, yeah, on, on, it's, it's, it, at a thousand staff meetings I've been to my life, the manager goes, what's the, what's the status of project X? And somebody goes, fine. Fine. Yeah, because, because that's, because that's status. That's actually, that is a status. I looked it up. It's a status. Oh, totally. It's a status. Yeah. And of course, the manager knows that that's not in fact true, that the status of the project is crap. But Yeah, exactly. But the problem is we allow it, right? That's right. We just ask the wrong questions of, of, yeah. of our directs. And we get bad answers when we yeah, do. Yeah, and then we blame them. Yeah, because that's how to be a good manager. So, guys, let's get better at asking for status uh, or status. Uh, depending on where you are in the world. We have four points today. First one is projects are fine, quote unquote, because managers ask about them too casually. We're at fault, guys. What we're then going to do is define what status is. Then before we ask for status, we're going to ask our folks if they need help regularly. And then lastly, we'll tell you how to ask for status. And the reason people get the answer of status, why the project status is fine, is because of the way the manager is asking the question. They're, they're, they're asking it too casually. Yeah. Now, to be fair, we don't, earlier you said, what's the status of Project X? Usually that gets a somewhat more professional answer. The problem is the manager is thinking status or status, but then he or she asks, how's it going? And they say, fine. And the manager says, okay, thanks. And it's yeah. totally unsatisfying. Because at some level, we know we've learned nothing. Fine as a word is a bit like the word relationship. Uh, to quote Love Actually, it covers all matters of sins, doesn't it? Look, here's the thing. We get a little frustrated that we don't get more clarity when we ask. When we hear the word fine, we're like, okay, what does that mean? And we know what it means because we probably gave it ourselves, which is don't ask or mostly it's good and there's some things I'm working on and... I don't really want to tell you because that's a 15 minute conversation. Um, but most managers, frankly, after asking a question that's vague and getting an answer like fine, then say to themselves, why won't they tell me what I want to know? And the fact is, in the dark reaches of our soul, we know the answer and it comes back because we let them. We asked a vague question. 
We ask it in an offhand way. We do that because we think casualness, asking casually about status so that it doesn't appear that we're being overmanaging or micromanaging. We think that's a good way to be a caring boss, to be relaxed, to be approachable. And then we realize that we're coming across as so caring that we don't actually care enough about the status of the project to actually get it. And that means they don't have to give it. The fact is, how's the project going? Or what's the latest? It's not a substantive question. It's not a professional inquiry. It's a line. It's, it's conversation. So, folks, resolved. We must never ask again, how's Project X going? Or how are things on Project X? Or Project X okay? Everything okay on Project X? What are they going to say? Of course, they're going to say, yeah, it's fine. Now, look, we're not saying that people are just inveterate liars and, and that if Project X is a complete smoldering ash heap of junk, that they're going to say, oh, yeah, everything's fine. But as long as it's within tolerances and they believe they can pick things back up, which they probably won't do, fine is fine. <laughs> I hate to say <laughs> it. Um, but let's resolve. We're not going to ask because we know they aren't going to give us what we want because what we want is status and status is actually a thing and it's reasonable for us to want it, but they're not going to give it to us unless we ask for it specifically. So resolved, we're never going to ask casually, how's it going? How are things? What's the latest? Blah, blah, blah. That is for amateurs and we are professionals. Okay. So you said that status is a thing we're going to ask for a status as opposed to how how is it going so 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 help me de define for me what is status i mean right, if, I we, if, we, if we're going to ask people for status we better part. be clear with them what it is what <laughs> it why is. don't you take this part <laughs> <laughs> i i would love for a bunch of folks to write in because i i have spent the last three months in various conversations with people just mentioning hey when you think of status how, how do you define it and i got to tell you 80 percent of the time People use the word status in the definition of status, which I'm pretty sure now I'm totally forgetting on the name, um, the, the name of people who create dictionaries. I was about to say bibliophile, but that's not right. I'm sure that dictionographers. I think they're definologists. Definologists. Exactly. Very nice. Well done. I think that they literally go to cocktail parties and ask questions about definitions until people realize that. That's probably not very sociable. And, and they ask questions just to see whether or not people will define a word. One of those, one of these sort of obscure, arcane, or nebulous words with the word itself. Well, status is, is status. Um, but I would love for folks to write in and say, you know, I, I define it a little bit differently because I think as professionals, we ought to be willing to have a discussion about what things mean because there's not a manager in the world who doesn't know that the projects that are going on in his or her organization, their status or status is something he or she is responsible for. Okay. Um, that said, status is one of two things. It's either a detailed description of the state of activity and accomplishment relative to all aspects of a, a body of work, let's say a project, or it's relevant information that helps us determine necessary activity to ensure success. Now, look, in an ideal world, the best status information is both of the above. It's, it's a detailed report of the state of activity and accomplishment, and those words are important, activity and accomplishment. And 
It's information that helps us know what we need to do to achieve success in the future. And the key words here are activity and accomplishment and doing. Activity is what we're doing. Accomplishment is what we've done and need to do is future activity. And that essentially takes us back to more activity because projects are about who does what. They're about activity. Um, and, and status generally is a snapshot, which freezes everything and then suggests that there's not any activity going on. It's just, you know, in, in the world of a lot of professionals, it's red, amber, green. Look, for those of you who get show notes, for those of you who are licensees, uh, who are personal licensees now of both manager tools and career tools, we've actually included this status as a dictionary definition, the way you would see it in the dictionary. And it's a bit of an esoteric definition, but it helps us come up with the definition we're going to communicate to the people who we manage. And status is, one, the overall level of accomplishment relative to the goal, usually against the standard, and two, the level of accomplishment of all required efforts relative to the goal. And again, if you agree with your team that the definition of status is that, and then somebody says, fine, I mean, they sound like a teenager. If, you, if you're smart enough to ask for status rather than the juvenile, hey, how's it going? If somebody says fine to a question of status when you know that definition, I got to say, I think that that's kind of juvenile. Right? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, really? In fact, you almost wonder, Mike, remember in, in, uh, after we graduated from the academy, went to field artillery officer basic course, and we learned gunnery. We learned how to fire cannons. And one of the things, I don't know if you did it in your classroom, but in our classroom, we, had, we played a game called bingo. And there yeah. was a right way to talk about numbers and meters and various things. And, for instance, in the military, you don't say the number nine. You say niner. niner. Right, and you say Fife rather than five, and they're all designed just like the the phonetic alphabet, Alpha Bravo Charlie Delta. Uh, I told a friend of mine recently, I'm going to gate 22 Charlie, and they said, Oh, are we gonna are we gonna blow something up when we get there? I said, Look, <laughs> if, I say, if I say 22 C, like some flight attendants do when they're announcing gate connections, and nobody can understand whether it's C or B or D because the microphone's not that good, that's, that's right. dumb. So you say Charlie, and you you get a bit of a ribbing. But we played this game called Bingo, and if you were announcing the distance to a target or the elevation changes to a gun or how much powder change is going to be, and you said you said 59 rather than 5-9-er, somebody would say Bingo, and you would have to pay a fine. And and I think, I think we could have some fun. I, I know at this point in my career, I'm thinking I'll try to have as much fun as possible with things just to keep things light. And if somebody were to say fine to, hey, give me an update on status of Project X, if they said, oh, it's fine, it, somebody would have to yell out, bingo, bingo. my staff meeting. Right? Yeah, it's not a bad so, idea. Yeah. That can be yeah. fun. Yeah. And then you have to decide what the fine is going to be. I love the fact that there's a fine for fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I completely missed that. Thanks for Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I missed, I missed throwing that out there. I thought everybody would catch up. It's early. Okay. It's early. Yeah, so. it's early. Yeah. But look, the definition we just gave, right, isn't useful. It isn't effective unless those of us whom we know manage it, whom we know, whom we manage, know it, use it, and can respond to it. So we got to communicate it. And if you were to think, well, I'll just send this out by email, you'd be an idiot. Okay, uh, that's a silly idea. And by the way, this is not unusual in a lot of project organizations. Part of the uh, the onboarding process is a definition of terms. This is what this means. When we ask you for X, this is what it means. And status is one of the things that gets defined. So look, 
if you're going to change this, and we highly recommend it, you don't have to do it with everybody necessarily. You could choose to do it with one or two people at a time, but it'll take longer. There are two ways to communicate this change and how you're going to define and communicate about status with your team. And it's best to combine both in our experience because some people some people are readers, some people are listeners. The first thing we need to do is communicate to everyone as a group. And obviously, a staff meeting works nicely. And then, after we announce it in a staff meeting, we deliver the message individually in our one-on-ones that follow the staff meeting to allow, at least in part, those people who wouldn't normally ask questions in a group to ask more questions and to hone the message for those people. And maybe put a little too, more fine a point on it for those people who have a habit of saying fine. And you can tell them, hey, look, you're always saying fine, and it's not what I want to know. And I know I haven't been helping, so I'm going to start saying, I'm going to start asking for status, and I want you to respond with this. So we recommend in your staff meeting, you acknowledge you've been asking the wrong questions. Tell them the definition of status. Tell them what you're going to ask and what qualifies as a professional answer. And again, for those of you who have show notes, uh, we've got the, the script of what I'm about to walk through here real quick, but it basically sounds, it sounds like this. Hey guys, I'm announcing a change about how we talk about status of our tasks, our work, delegation, our projects. We need to communicate around status more effectively. I know I'm a big part of the problem. I often ask how things are going. Many of you say fine. And for me, fine doesn't help, but I know I've made it easy for you to do that and I'm going to stop. From now on, I'm going to ask you for status. And Status is a specific thing rather than a feeling or an opinion or an idea. When I ask for status, I want to know two things. One, whether you're red, yellow, or green on the overall project. And two, whether you need or want me to do anything. And by the way, just as an aside, guys, you don't have to use this precise definition. We're recommending red, yellow, green because it's so clear. Um, We often joke that if I ask for a number, what's the number? And someone starts with, well, it's by definition, it's the wrong answer. We'll deal with uncertainty later, but for now, let's start with the number is is what's in my head anyway. And I know that makes me like a high D and well, sometimes it's okay to be a high D just like sometimes it's a good thing to be a high S. So to be clear, guys, your statement of red, amber, green, and, and sorry, guys, that my aside is done. I'm back to my speech. To be clear, your statement of red, amber, or green means something. Red means you've missed a deadline, any deadline. Yellow or amber means you believe there's some risk of missing a near-term deadline. And green means you have missed no deadlines and see no risks of missing a near or long-term deadline. With that in mind, from now on, I'm going to ask for status or status. And that means the only response that satisfies is red, amber, or green. And that status would be followed by a description of the details that you believe are relevant. And look, guys, it would be easy to assume that amber and red are bad things. They're not. They're just statuses. Statuses exist to help us apply effort to the end goal in an efficient or judicious way. I encourage you to be candid. That's how all professional would approach this. Now, When we bring up green and amber red, guys, one thing that is bad, and again, I'm still in my speech, folks, one thing that is bad is going from green to red immediately. Yeah, dude, dude, dude. (laughs) That would imply that you were not aware of the risk of going to red, which you would have reasonably foreseen, 
or that you were aware of it and chose not to communicate it, either of which is worthy of reflection, at least. I know, guys, it's easier to think of yourself and your career and maybe bluff a little bit about your status to make things look good, to say you're green when someone else might have said it looks yellow or amber. And I know I can't change that. I would ask that you not do that. I would ask you be professional. Regardless of how you communicate it, I'm going to take you at your word. But periodically, I'm going to use the old Russian proverb, proverb, trust, but verify, meaning, okay, you're green. Let's go into detail. And look, if we're, if we're having a status meeting, if we're having a project meeting, or if you're updating us on status of your project at the staff meeting and it's a 10-minute update, I don't expect one word. I expect to see a chart. This stuff's green. This stuff's not. And if you say you're green, there oughtn't be any yellow or red up there, which, by the way, is great. I'm all for that. On the other hand, if you say you're green and there's yellow up there, you're not green. You're yellow. And that's why the second part of the definition exists, folks, where, where you can say to me, yeah, I'm yellow. And then the second part of the definition is, do you need my help on something? So let's talk about that because that's the next point is asking regularly whether or not they need help. Why is that? Yeah. So once we've communicated the change, we'll want to know about status, right? But in all of our desire for status, it's good to remember that that's not what we're paid for. We're paid for results. What that means is we oughtn't be asking for status or status before we learn to offer help achieving those results to get the status that we want that leads to the results we want. So if you're going to ask for status, and we dudes, we totally recommend you do, we recommend you also ask if your directs need help achieving their goals. I don't see anything wrong with one of my directs saying, hey, I need help here or there or somewhere else. I'll make a phone call. I'll do something. I'll be happy to help. My job is not simply to assign work and then lord over people telling them, oh, you're yellow or oh, you're red right. or oh, there's a problem. All for one and one for all. I'm part of the, I'm Okay, I was about to say I'm part of the team. Ouch. I'm not part of the team. Don't say it. Don't say it, dude. Uh, I'm not part of the team, but I am part of the engine that helps the team produce its results. Okay, so for people who don't have the show notes, walk us through the seven-step process of how to ask whether or not they need your help. Yes, yes. First, first we need to go to the library. When you get a couple of big, thick books, we're going to read. No, the seven steps. That was good, dude. Look, <laughs> it's simple. It's so simple. Guys, you say, do you need any help on Project X? Is there some way I can help on Project Z? How can I help you on Project Alpha? What do you need? Do you always have to ask them four times? In a row like that? No, no. <laughs> oh, nice. Sorry, sorry. Good one. It's early, right? Yeah, that's it's early. Yeah. Uh, no, those are all independent. <laughs> you could even look at somebody in the hall and say, hey, Project X, need any help? And you could raise your eyebrows and sort of give them like, like that if you want, yeah. Mike. I mean, that's kind of your style, so you could do that yeah. if you want. Yeah, I, I have to point my finger. Yeah, exactly. The, little, the gun thing. The gun thing, exactly. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, folks. I know. This is, I yeah. know. People are rolling their eyes like, please, Mike, yeah, please just please. shut up. It's, it, and probably somebody's listening in their morning and going, hey, it's morning. Get to it. Yeah, the beauty of offering to help regularly is that when we do ask for status, whatever status is proffered, won't be tainted by a lack of support from above. Yeah, okay. And the more often we ask, and guys, of course, there's a downside of this, just like with all managerial behaviors, there's a downside around upward delegation, which is actually not a, not a thing, um, but reverse delegation, sorry, 
where where they're going to give you monkeys to put on your back. And we're not suggesting that you take all of them. And we suggest you watch your direct for who doesn't need help or who needs tons of help or who is always yellow. Those things all matter. And and if you have any doubts about it, please feel free to tell your directs, look, every time I talk to you, your, your statuses are yellow. And I've got other people whose statuses are green. Um, now, look, if the guy's status is green but his project doesn't get done, well, he's probably blowing smoke at you. But you have to have enough information to, to know. But by offering help regularly, when somebody comes back and says, well, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm red or whatever, it's like, dude, I'm here to help. That, you know, I'm not, that's not the only thing I'm here for, but gee whiz, I've offered you help a couple of times this week. Yeah. Well, you want to encourage people to, I mean, it's one thing to tell people you want them to be uh, honest and candid and direct about the project status. But if every time they say yellow or red, you're up in their grill, so to speak, uh, you know, at, at some point you're not going to get the candid responses that you, you want for. And so what, you, what you're doing is suggesting something even more than not getting up in their grill, which is being supportive and asking if you can help. Yeah. You don't have to ask if they need help and then ask for status. You can ask them separately. And by the way, this is the first in many, many casts. Several people have said to me lately, we need project manager tools. And we probably won't ever do that. We won't have a separate podcast, but we will have an enormous body of work. And I'll probably be spending more time on it in the next five years, um, simply to be able to say more often, all matrixes must die. Um, <laughs> but, but regardless, this is part of project management thinking, and it applies not just to project managers. It applies to all managers. More and more organizations are leaning out. They're thinking in terms of projects. They're thinking in terms of project teams as well. You might very well be a manager and be a member of a ad hoc project team for three months. And these kinds of things help you both managing your team and also communicating if you're part of a project team. Yeah. So simply put, let's stop asking folks how things are going, right? I mean, what's the latest? Exactly. How's yeah. that work coming or how's it going? Sounds like the beginning of a one-on-one, yeah. -on -one, not a project status. Yeah, exactly. Give me an update. It's all variations on a theme and the, it's the wrong theme. It's the theme of casual communications rather than cold, hard status. Look, guys, the market is cold and hard. Our projects ought to be, in terms of how we view them, ought to be as well. Relationships aren't. Relationships aren't cold and hard, but work is. And when we ask about work, let's actually ask about it. Stop trying to be relaxed. Be professional, which is kind and polite. And you don't need to apologize with an offhand tone when you ask for someone's status. You can just say, may I please have status on Project X? Okay. Um, it sounds like this. What's the status of Project Tulip? Give me a status update on Project Rose, please. Would you please update me on the status of Project Azalea? Can you give me chrysanthemum status? Okay. Don't laugh, Ozan. Don't do it. I changed from X to Y to Z to flowers, you know. And it's just the kind of guy you are. Okay. No, I, I, I did it for you. I totally did it for you. And, and look, guys, what we're hoping for is if you get anything other than a color, make a note of it. To, to potentially give negative feedback later, maybe not in the first few weeks you make the change. Not because you're, you're giving negative feedback to the project, because we're going to learn how to communicate about projects, because our communication about projects is so weak in so many places. And folks, Mike and I are with you on that. We ask the wrong questions too, yeah, we do. and, and yet we know the right way to do it. We know how to be crystal clear when we're asking for the things we want to ask for. And we don't want you to make the mistakes we've made in the past where we try to be nice and we end up getting 
less than clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Not hard. So wrapping up, the only reason you get told fine is because you're asking the wrong question, usually too casually. We need to define status, which we did. Then the two big parts are asking if they need help. You know, don't just be a status person. Don't just be a negative feedback when somebody's yellow or red person. Be a person who helps. That's what professionals who work together do. And then ask for status. Let's all stop complaining that we find out too late that there are problems on the work that's going on. We make it easy for others to tell us less than we want to know, and then we accept it. Change the outcome by changing the input, the question. Do that, and you'll be fine, which is okay because you're not a project. All right. Excellent, my friend. Thank you. You bet, partner. All right. Anytime. See you later. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long, folks. <laughs>